Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, our, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Always a great choice tomorrow before, or today, I guess, as you head into the stadium before you get there, stop at the Highway 12 location over or, or over on University Drive and grab yourself a little afternoon boost to get you ready to cheer on the Bulldogs uh, as they start postseason play, 2 p.m. first pitch there at Duty Noble Field. College Corner will be one day closer to finding out who the winner is of our $50 gift card giveaway. And, of course, Father's Day is coming up, guys. Don't forget to make sure the people in your life know you want some brand-new MSU merchandise and you want to get that from College Corner because they have the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you. They're in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Put Humble Taco on your list of things you got to do in Starkville this weekend. Duty Noble, Humble Taco. After that, I leave it up to you. I might add something a little later in the show. You know you know where I'm going with that. But we'll get to that when we get there. You want to make sure you're over on the patio at Humble Taco. Grab a margarita or an ice cold local beer and a plate full of delicious Mexican food like you've never had before. And there's something on that menu for everybody in the family. No matter what kind of diet you're on, they got you taken care of at Humble Taco. And if you're like me, you're not on a diet, believe it or not. You can you can still, you can still eat that. eat whatever you want. Yeah, do what I want. Speaking of that, we're getting to that in just a second. So humble taco, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots at on University Drive. So here's the deal. Before we get into the baseball, I'm very excited here. Robbie brought me a piece of his wife Becky's delicious looking and it smells good cookies and cream cheesecake. We're gonna try it. We're gonna have a live reaction here. I will back away from the mic so that the sounds of my eating, in case Bob Carscadden is listening. He can't he, take that. He had a chewing phobia. And an listen, I mean, so here if we you go. Had, if you had, you, something, you talk while I eat. If you had some, if you went to Strange Brew right now and got you a nice cup of coffee, it would go perfectly with this cheesecake. This is my. This is the birthday cheesecake they asked for. This was number it's one. So good. This was number one on my pies list. Um, it's cookies and cream. It's got a basically an Oreo crust. Mm-hmm, uh, the mm-hmm. bottom half is just Oreos, um, and the, and it's it's quite good. I had some it's last night. It's a very night. thick crust. This plastic fork's not helping. I, I, I probably should have got you a regular fork, but you know, I I got I I put this together before I left the house, so I was just grabbing things, mm. and I just kind of put the uh, the piece of cheesecake in this uh, container, but. Perfect for, uh, you know, after your tacos at Humble Taco, go over to Strange Brew and get you a, a cup of coffee. Blueberry cobbler, I've, I've heard, is really nice. And then you can have a piece of this cheesecake. How is it? He just devoured this cheesecake, by the way. It's gone. This is great radio. If you could, if if we had a camera on this, it'd be much better. But I need a paper towel. <laughs> I need something to wipe my face. Well, you use your shirt all the time for food. So, mm. am I good? You're good. Good. You're good to go. All right, then we're good. And now you've got a little boost for the rest of the show. Man, that's delicious. It was really good. No wonder you want that. Good stuff. Yep. All right. Baseball time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I could easily eat a whole one. There's no. That's why I wanted to do this live. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, let me. <laughs> it's, it's just good. It's it's really good. <laughs> you can wash it down with your Coke. Yeah, I got Let me get a. I need to cut the cut the richness here. Hold on. And you cut the sugar with sugar. <sighs> Much better. All right. I was also asked by my mother to see if you would like some of her homemade bread. I would absolutely. I told her I, I would, love I, bread. Well, I told her it's I need one to, of my I need to find out. I need to find out is, is this is this one of Brian's things that he doesn't like because it's bread. I never know. Who doesn't like bread? Well, I never know. I never know. I mean, some things you some even people who are like, on like carb-free diets, they like bread. That's why they're on those is, diets. So my mother my entire life has been making homemade bread out of self-starter you make this you yeah. have you have this starter yeah. that sits in the window it literally grows yeah, it's just it's yeast. yeast yeah and basically it is the most delicious bread you've ever put in your mouth you tell your mom i'll take as much bread as she's willing to give me okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do that yeah she, she's already told me twice that i need i need brian to tell me whether or not he wants this bread because i want to give him Here, some. here's the thing and this pretty much goes for us about anybody i'll take any homemade food anybody wants to give up Unless right. it's pickles. Yeah, I don't want your pickles. But for the most... And even... Look, even if you give it to me, it's something I don't like. I am not one of those that's like, oh, thanks. You know, I don't yeah, really right. like... I'm going to be super Excited gregarious. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And then I just go home and tell my wife, who has a much wider palate than I do, like, she hey, wants it. you want this. So. Okay. Well, uh, you But don't bread, like, I like. You don't like french fries, correct? I like French fries under the right circumstances. See, I mean, like it, I never know. I never know. It just what depends. It, I, I, I feel safe. I don't on want. Some I don't. When we go to McDonald's, I don't want to get French fries at McDonald's. But if we go to like a, a decent restaurant, I'll get some French fries. Well, why are you going to McDonald's anyway? That that's my thing. Oh, here I, we go. I'm on a. Rob, Robbie is on a crusade. I'm on a crusade. McDonald's. I see people all the time. I'm just. I don't like. I didn't like the service I got at McDonald's the other day. Well, what did you expect? It shocks me. That this place is still, I still in business. Have, I, I, I can't told you this. when Natty was born that I was going to just bring her a Happy Meal one day. I just she's to, never had McDonald's. I'm going to just do that one day. She's two years old. She's never had McDonald's. I'm make we, it happen. We, in our house, we serve Chick Fil A. So nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right, let's get into baseball. Okay. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, and it came to, it came to fruition. Will Bednar is getting the day the game one start uh, for Mississippi State. It is indeed a two pronged attack here, and sort of what we talked about. The lineup for Sanford is predominantly right-handed, and the comfort factor is throwing at 2 o'clock for Will Bednar. You and I both sort of made it clear that we didn't necessarily agree with that decision. After talking to Coach Lamonis on uh, Thursday, have you changed your mind on that at all? Well, you know, I, I I even played some devil's advocate yesterday when we talked. I just don't think there's a clear, to me, there's there's not a clear right or wrong, I guess. Um, you know, I I'm not always of the opinion to play the the matchups. I've just I I'm not a coach either. So, but I've never just been like huge on like oh this left-hander's coming up, we better go get another lefty or whatever. Um, I I've kind of always been like you just go beat the guy with your best. Just because a guy is a right-hander doesn't mean that he's going to beat you. But it, I I do understand from a coach's perspective why you put in those matchups. Baseball is a game of chess. And you try to get whatever kind of leverage you can possibly get. And Chris Lamonis's line of thinking here is, I want to throw a right-hander. If if you're going to pitch, and I completely understand this, if you're going to pitch through a lineup three times, which is kind of 
that's a, that's a sweet spot for a starting pitcher. If you can get through a lineup three times, you feel pretty good. If you're going to do that three times, you probably want to do it from uh, an advantage standpoint. In yep. that, you know, you're you're not giving hitters the pitches that they can hit the easiest. And you know, when you're seeing it from that arm slot, it's easier for a right-hander to see that left-hander, and vice versa. So he's think his line of thinking is: I need to get a good start in this ball game, and I need it to be from a right-hander, so he's going to throw his best right-hander. And let's be honest, you're in much better shape, obviously, if you win this ball game and you're in the winner's bracket, because then you're two wins away from winning a regional championship as opposed to having to fight out and you only have one loss to go. So Lamonis is, is telling his guys, this game is the most important game of the regional because it's the first one, and we need to get it. And that's why he's throwing Will Bednar. And I can't really fault him wherever he goes here because he's looked at every single stat possible uh, that he can from this lineup. He's they they have uh, you you wouldn't believe the analytics that they have in their position. I would believe the analytics with the amount of shifting and everything else they do. I you, you could tell me they have a ter- ten terabytes of data running at all times, and I would buy it. What what we've seen from Chris Lamonis in two and a half years is a coach that is going to do his research. He's he's not going to make a decision based simply on his gut. It, there's going to be some examples or you know some data behind it, and that's what we're seeing. People think that they just run the shift every single time somebody comes up to the plate. Right. The only time they're going to run the shift is that if they see a hitter has a tendency of hitting the ball in some direction. And so that's why you're that's why you see it with you know two outs guys shifting over to a certain side because they know the guy's not going to bunt. So that's what he's good. That's that's why he's basing his decision on Will Bednar here because he's seen the data and he realizes that his right hander, his best right hander, is the best opportunity for Mississippi State to get to one and zero in the regional, which is their ultimate goal. And also, it sends a message, like I said, to your team that. You're not taking this team lightly. You're going to come out and you're going to attack this game like it's the last game you're playing this year, which probably is how they should have done the last, you know, two or three weeks. As again, when when I when I think about this situation and I think about how, you know, they're going to handle the pitching, I, I look at the percentages of each game, right? And just it just seems to me like pitching Will Bednar in Game Three. Assuming you're two and zero, which I think is a safe assumption, yeah, puts you at almost a hundred percent. You're going to win that game, and just that's it. We're closing out the regional. Now you're at a hundred percent for game one, I think, or close to a hundred percent for game one. But you're not. But now your your game three is where? Where are you now? It's not a hundred. It's not as high as it was with Will Bednar. And I get I get the people who are saying you know you can't put yourself in the position where you don't pitch your best two guys. They've got you got to you know you would kick yourself if you did that. And I, and I I get all of that, but if you're pitching to if you're talking about winning the regional versus winning a game, to me this is not the play. That's that's what I say. Now, I know there are those who like to listen to the coaches instead of us. Yeah, are we even supposed to be talking about this? Because I, I was know. told that we I don't know, man. We need to listen to the coaches. But listen, I mean, this has been we 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 talk about this every year. This yeah. is. This is always a point of conversation heading into a regional for every single team, especially the regional hosts. Because whenever, whenever you're the two or the three, there's no question you're going to throw probably your best pitcher. But as the regional host, it's it's almost always who do you throw in game one? 
And I told you if it was Southern University, I'm throwing Brandon Smith or Jackson Fristo mm-hmm. or Houston Harding or whoever. I'm not throwing either of the top two. You have a team here in Sanford that's very hot. They tend to hit the ball out of the yard, and this park sometimes plays to the home run ball. It's just, to me, it's it's not a slam dunk. And, and Mississippi State has not been a, a slam dunk team this year. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a team that you feel good about on a daily basis. I mean, they just lost a series to Missouri, who, by the way, beat Will Bednar. So, uh, and I'm not, it wasn't his fault that they lost the game, but right. he lost the ball game, or the team lost the day he pitched against Missouri. So, there is no slam dunk for Mississippi State. Christian McLeod is not a slam dunk. Will Bednar is not a slam dunk. It's not a, I'm not 100%. You said 100%. I'm not 100%. Certain. I, I, I say 100%, but it's closer to 100%. If you're telling me that Will Bednar is going up against VCU or Campbell or Samford's third or fourth starter, You'd feel much I feel better. awfully confident the State's going to win that game. Yeah. Again, though, I go back to the fact that I don't think that this regional is about just pitching for Mississippi State. I just think they just are going to have to come out and just blister the ball. I don't think they're going to run through these lineups and, you know, give up one or two runs a game. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. This is a team – these are three teams that can hit the ball, and all they got to do is connect with a fastball, and it's, it's leaving the yard. It's, it's probably going to carry out this weekend, if I had to guess. State's got to come out offensively and just tear up the ball. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to. I, I don't, I'm not as much worried about these starting pitchers as I am the offense just scoring a whole lot of runs. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I, I can't help but think that state has, has thought this too much. They've overthought it. That's just that's just the, the concept. That's just the the idea that I have. I I, I would have. And of course, it goes back to last week a little bit. In that when we said it yesterday, if Brandon Smith is just reasonably good against Florida, he's pitching this game. There's no question about it. And then you go McLeod Bedner, and you go. And from that's there. the problem. That's the problem. You don't have a third guy that, that you guy. can count on. Does this reset the rotation for the super regional? Surely they wouldn't pitch McLeod on what would you know anything less than full rest, right? He this strikes I, me as if state advances, you're going to see Bednar next Friday. That's what I would do. This is this is the perfect opportunity, and people have wanted that. People mm-hmm. have wanted him to be your Friday night guy. So this is the perfect opportunity to reset that rotation and now have Bednar starting you off in a regional. Do you do you Christian like that McLeod? idea? I do like that idea. Okay. I I actually was not opposed to at some point those two switching mm-hmm. but it, there there wasn't a lot of good opportunities for that to happen and you know Christian McLeod has started off on Fridays and Will Bednar was injured and had to come in late in the you know the non-conference slate to to get into the rotation so I would not be opposed to Will Bednar starting I think he's your your best pitcher anyway as a starter and then Christian McLeod number two and then whoever in game three um, now we haven't we haven't seen Christian McLeod succeed as you know a a winner go home or a, right. you know a guy that can lock down a regional or lock down a series, but uh, you know he's pitched on Friday night against some really good pitchers, so I, I think he could be ready for that. The key to this regional is how long these two guys can go. Yeah, you've got to get six, seven innings out of these guys. We, you, if you have a start like you've been having from these guys where they're three, four innings, it's it's going to be trouble. It's also, be trouble. though, I mean. Like we said yesterday, there's there's no way that either of these three teams have 
are running out guys like Stone Simmons or um, right or Parker Stinnett that yeah. are running it up to ninety five or, yeah. or the low to mid nineties. Yeah, and you know on on day three. Yeah, you know no, there's that state should have the edge in bullpen arms. Again, just hit the ball this weekend. Yeah. Just 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 swing the bats. And you'll always be fine. talked about his pitching too. It feels I like don't we have think not that, talked about the offense. I don't think that Mississippi State is going to give up six to eight runs a game this this No, weekend. I don't either. I, I think no. I think they'll be okay from a pitching standpoint. If you're if you're keeping it five runs or under, I have a good feeling about all three of those games. Yeah, this has this has a lot of potential for us to be doing our show Sunday Sunday evening. And State has won all three games incredibly easily, and we're just like, what? Why did we spend so much time on this? We should have been looking ahead to Notre Dame. And so. we did the same thing in nineteen. I feel like we did the same thing in sixteen. Mm-hmm. A couple of those games were closer in sixteen, but yeah. they went three and zero then too. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said yesterday, you're playing at home in one of the best atmospheres in college baseball. You are a national seed. You should come out this weekend and impose your will. And Agreed. We'll see if that Agreed. happens. We'll see if it happens. We'll get. It. We'll, we'll continue to preview this in just a moment, but let's move on over to our second half of our show. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. They will be open uh, today and all weekend long, 10 to 6. So for your tailgating needs, head over there and pick something up, including they've got ground beef on sale, two eighty nine a pound. That's a great deal, for the, especially for the quality of ground beef we're talking about. But they've got so much more up in there, man, and don't, don't be afraid to ask. Go ahead and call them, make an order. They'll have it ready for you when you walk in. At Welcome Home Beef. It's going to be a great weekend in Starkville. Make Welcome Home Beef a part of your tailgating plans. Welcome Home Beef. Call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers. Put them on the list as well. You know you want to head over to Two Brothers this weekend and grab... Did you get the I, will, I will be there today for lunch. So Friday. Yes. So you're going to eat Two Brothers and then head to the stadium. Yes. That's... that's I'm all, excited. That's all. So... Chance to meet Robbie Falk. Bring an 8x10 glossy, and he'll sign it for only nineteen <laughs> I'll bring a basketball picture from my high school game, high school days for Corey Pilkington. If, if Corey Pilkington shows up, he will sign that. Corey, <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> Robbie Falk. <laughs> yeah. But go to Two Brothers. Enjoy some great food. The patio is going to be hopping. Uh, a lot of great stuff going on this weekend. You don't want to miss out on it. Put it on the j- agenda. This weekend, two brothers, 621 University Drive in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems says, hey, this weekend you're going to be talking about baseball, but you'll be back to work on Monday, and when you get back to work, you want to make sure your business is operating at full capabilities, capacity. I don't even know what the word is. There you go. That's a good one. Capacity. And the way to do that is to make sure that everything in your office is up to date with the latest technology. That's what Advantage Business Systems does. They come in, they take a look at what you're offering, and they tell you how you can upgrade at a cost that's going to make sense to you. They've been helping businesses in this state for nearly 50 years. Put your name on the list of all the businesses in Mississippi they've helped out. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Joel, uh, Joel, sorry. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You, you've done almost a thousand shows with him. I understand. Robbie, this is your first three Ps. Okay. You, we've done I'm the excited. preview. It's time to talk about playmakers now. Give me a guy on the, on, the, on the mound and a guy at the plate that you're keeping an eye on this weekend. The guy on the mound for me is Christian McLeod. I, they need him. It, That's interesting yeah. that you would pick the game two guy. So... 
that I, I feel like that game is the most important game in the regional for Mississippi State. They need to get to game three, two and zero, oh. and I we're working under the assumption that they're going to win on Friday. I don't mean to jump ahead, but they should win with Will Bednar on the mound against Sanford. They're in trouble if they don't. But you get that first win, you need the second one. And to me, that game is going to be the most important. Who's State playing in that game, in your opinion? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's Campbell. I think it might be Campbell too. Just looking at their at their numbers, um, you know, I think that's I think that's very much a possibility. And that's a team that likes to run out of the yard. And Christian McLeod has not been just absolutely just smashed out there. He's he's he can get the ball low and keep it out of the yard. That's a team that likes to leave the yard. If he can keep it inside, get some fly ball out, some ground balls. I feel like he can roll through that lineup and have a really big game. But I think he needs a really, really good start. State needs to get to two and zero and get to that championship round, and be able to you know put all hands on deck for that game three. Okay. So that that would be my guy on the mound that I that I feel like needs to have a big game, and and I think he will. All right, and then at the plate, at the plate, I you know I'm just going to go with the old reliable Tanner Allen. I, I think can't go wrong. What, we saw it with Jake Mangum and Elijah McNamee. When when these lights turn on in postseason play, that's when you see guys like that really step up and impose their will on the game. And I mean, Tanner Allen's been doing it all year long, but you just get the sense that he's going to have a special run here in this this regional and possibly in the super regional as well. This is his last time here, and you know, like he says, he's got that song for a reason. His walkout song says, "I love this place." He's gonna he's gonna leave it all in line. You are not you're gonna get every inch of effort from Tanner Allen this weekend. So I think he's gonna have a big week. I don't disagree with either one of your picks, but I am going to disagree with them. I'm gonna give you two different guys. Obviously, the decision to put Bednar in game one, he, he's going to set the tone for the entire weekend. He has to deliver six plus innings of effective baseball. He needs to leave the game top of the seventh or or top of the eighth, even better. With, with the lead. If he can do that, that sets everything else in place for the rest of the weekend to fall the way we all think it will. If he can't do that, it is, is going to, you know, things will be out of kilter. Things will be, be off off track. So but there's, a, there's a lot of pressure on Will Bednar, in my opinion, to deliver a, the kind of an ace performance. You know, you're going out there, you're, you're playing a team that you've already, you're, in the midweek, you beat 10-2. to two. This is the weekend. You're the, you're the top guy. You've got to pitch like it this weekend. I, I, I've seen the talent, 96 mile an hour. I've seen the breaking stuff. He's a great pitcher. It all needs to come together for Will Bednar this weekend. He needs, needs to deliver the kind of performance that says that guy's going to the first round of the MLB draft. And he, if there's any guy that I have faith that will not be bothered by the moment, it's him. It's never been about, for Will Bednar, it's never been about, you know, he's been rattled or whatever. It's just been about you know teams have just squared him up. I mean he, you don't have to worry about him just losing it in a game. So I I feel like if there's a guy that comes out and is and just understands the moment and just goes and takes care of business, I feel good about him. At the plate, and maybe this is sort of a uh, a double kind of thing because I think his defense is going to be important. We talked about it yesterday. I think Campbell is the team. State's going to play twice in this regional. I think that they will play State on Saturday in the night game, 
And I think when State goes to play in the, the, the championship game, Campbell is still going to be there. I think they're the second-best team in this region. And they love to run. Like I said yesterday, they've stolen 92 bases on the year. Logan Tanner is going to be a key for Mississippi State. Now, his bat has been really good, and that's been, that's been very helpful for Mississippi State. Uh, he's, he's, he's State's top power guy. But he's going to have to help control the base paths. He, you, know, you can't let these guys, when they do get on, get to second without you know a whole lot of effort. He's got, the, he's got a great arm. We've seen it a, a hundred times. But he's got to be able to keep those guys on first base, keep the, the running game in check, and then also be able to deliver at the plate. Defense is going to be huge. We haven't really talked much about defense this week. I feel like it's sort of, you know, at this point we all know that State is not a great defensive baseball team, but they're going to have to find a way to be solid this week because especially a team like Campbell, if you put guys on, if you put a guy on first, he is likely headed to second because at least they're going to try. So Logan Tanner is going to be very valuable for Mississippi State this weekend. What's your prediction? For the entire weekend? For the weekend. I think State's going to win the regional. Um, and, you know, it's it would be really difficult to imagine them losing the first one of the first two games. Um, something's going terribly wrong if they've done it. Because I just go back to the fact that this is a team that has been facing SEC hitting and pitching all year long. The games that they haven't been facing SEC hitting and pitching, they've looked pretty good. I just think that the arms that State has, the talent that they have, the SEC batters see it routinely, and they were able to kind of figure it out a little bit. I think that this is going to be kind of overwhelming for some of these hitters from Campbell and VCU and Sanford. I I just feel like State's going to be able to strike out a lot of batters and, and should be able to control the hitting, um, at least to an extent. I, I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk regional or anything like that, but if we are to believe that Mississippi State is to get to Omaha and to compete for a national championship, the these three teams should be beatable for Mississippi State. They should be able to come out and handle business. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to go three and zero. I think they are too. I think we we have spent a whole week sort of you know rubbing our hands together and 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 grinding our teeth just for State to go out there and dominate this regional and set themselves up uh, for super regional play. And I do. I think think Mississippi State will be playing baseball one more weekend, and then we'll see what happens. I think. I think State's going to Omaha. If you said make a prediction right now, I think yes, State's going to end up in the College World Series. I don't know how far they'll go in the College World Series. I certainly don't think they're going to win the national title. But you don't know. I mean, you just don't. know. Well, you don't know what happens when you get there. And it's so spread out. Like you can you can pitch your starter like twice. Yeah. In 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 the College World Series. If you stay in the winners bracket. With Mississippi State's pitching situation, you're going to be really, really good. But in the losers yeah. bracket, I mean, you just never know. But that's that's down the road this weekend. I think three and zero. I think State beats Samford, Campbell, Campbell. I don't think they'll ever see VCU, and uh, that's how that's going to go. So we'll see. All right, so we'll have a show up Sunday evening uh, once everything, all the dust has settled here in Starkville, uh, and then we'll be another week. I think of previewing baseball. If not, hey, you know how that's going to go. Uh, starting next week, we have our second SEC preview. That's going to be Kentucky. Kentucky. And we'll have our first opponent preview. And as you know, Robbie, I don't know if you know or not, but we go back to front. We start, So we start at the end, and we go to the beginning. So that week one, we're previewing week one, which means next week we're talking Egg Bowl on, on Thunder and Lightning. That'll How be exciting. That's always a good time. All right, guys, have a great uh, weekend. Hope to see you here in Starville. If you run into Robbie and I, please stop and say hello. Uh, and uh, we always love, as uh, you know I said that, Joel and I love meeting our listeners. I will assume that Robbie does as well. 
I do. All right. I'm really excited. Come by and say hello. Don't forget, Saturday morning, I will announce the winner of our College Corner giveaway, and we'll set up a meeting uh, for you to get your gift cards uh, this week, this weekend. Guys, have a great one. Talk to you again soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.